When things seem out of control, it's the perfect time for us to step back and let God show us that He is in control and that He's working out a really incredible plan. And my name is Pastor Isaac, and this is the Youth Ministry Podcast. Thanks for joining in. Man, there's a lot going on in the world right now, and it's really difficult to like wrap our heads around everything that's happening. So we're going to take just a few minutes here together and just dive into looking at what does God have to say about all this, and how can we begin to understand what His will is in all of it. So come on, jump in with me, and let's explore God's Word and what His will is. It's certainly true that circumstances come into our lives that are entirely outside of our control. When that happens, it gives us this feeling of insecurity and a lot of times of fear. You can sense that all over the place in our culture right now because of the coronavirus pandemic, and it actually seems to have brought life in the United States, at least, to like a screeching halt. And it's even worse elsewhere throughout the world, but we really feel the effects of it here with our government officials and um, authorities telling us what we are and are not allowed to do as far as even gathering together, being with people, even as far as being with large gatherings, if they're just our families. And this is an an idea that's put out there in order to protect us, but yet it's causing a lot of difficulty. You know, Some people are out of work. Parents are unable to get a paycheck to provide. Maybe your parents are right now stranded at home, unable to work, wondering how they're going to get by, how they're going to provide. Maybe you're feeling isolated because you are no longer able to do the athletics that you've been doing for so long. Or maybe the clubs that you're in school, you're not able to do. You're not allowed to be with your friends. You're not able to go out. You're not able to go to restaurants or to to do social gathering activities that you ordinarily would. And so when these circumstances come into our lives, it can be really devastating and difficult. However, God most certainly does have a plan in all of this. And the question is not whether God has a plan, but it's how is God's plan going to play itself out? And how are we going to respond to what's happening in order to grow in the way that God would have us to grow. Whether it's the coronavirus or something else, difficult circumstances in life have this ability to crush us in such a way that our heads spin with fear and the ramifications of events that are going on. And sometimes these things happen because God wants to show us that he's in control and that we need to have dependency on him. There's this really unique passage of scripture written by a friend of Jesus's named John. Uh, John is with Jesus, and Jesus is telling both John and the other disciples that he's about to have to leave, and he's going to be leaving this earth, and before he leaves this earth, he's actually going to be killed. And this is going to cause the disciples to have to deal with some pretty intense situations, Uh, It's going to be pretty crazy before it gets better is what he's telling them. And so he explains to them that, that as disciples, they are going to abandon him. Now this seemed unimaginable and Peter would, um, you know, really refute Jesus that that would ever take place. But that's the reality. Jesus says, you're actually all going to leave me. 
but I'm going to be okay because I have the Father. And then he goes in and says something so beautiful and wonderful and something that stays true all the way to us today. In John 16, verse 31, he says that you finally believe, but the time is coming indeed. It's here now when you will all be scattered, each one of you his own way, leaving me alone. Yet I am not alone because the Father's with me. So that's where he says the Father's with him, but he keeps going and says, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Jesus says that you will have difficulty. The way that this is worded, Jesus is communicating that this is the type of gut-wrenching, like blackout type of fear trials that we'll go through in this life. Very similarly to what he experienced when he was going to be crucified, the fear that he felt leading up to that time. But he doesn't just say you're going to have fear. He says, take heart. Know that I have overcome this world. And because I have overcome, you can have heart. You can have courage. You can have joy. Jesus says that there's a plan that's working itself out. And through your difficulty, I'm there with you. And, you know, Jesus doesn't just say to these disciples, just do this. It's a promise that's given to them that he is there. He is the overcomer. And so we can take heart because of that. Now, the disciples don't know what's about to happen. Jesus did, but the disciples didn't know. And so Jesus' truth that he was an overcomer was true for the disciples both before Jesus was crucified and rose again, after he was crucified and rose again, and 2,000 years later, this still rings true for us, that Jesus, in his overcoming, took all of the things that have this ability to just destroy us and to weigh on our hearts and to control our minds. He took those things upon himself and overcame so that we could overcome. And so though we're long removed from what Jesus did, that truth is as true in this very moment in our very circumstances as it has ever been. So the question is, what can we practically do to take hold of this truth, to grab onto this truth, and to grow and to learn what God's will is through it? And I think one of the most powerful tools that we have is our relationships with each other. Right now, as we have to be socially separated, we don't have to be socially isolated. That's very different. In fact, one of the things that God is going to use to give us this peace and to help us overcome is the relationships that we have with each other. And it is absolutely critically important that we avoid the temptation to isolate ourselves. The temptation is to binge on Netflix and to just watch YouTube all day. Maybe watch an entire series or two series of shows in, in this time that you're off or that you're out of work or that you're doing whatever you're doing instead of investing yourself and your time in relationships with other people. You know, there's this old adage that says that in a relationship, 
one will always be strong when the other is weak. And though that's not necessarily true all the time, it remains true most of the time. That when you have a healthy relationship with somebody, usually one of you has the clarity and the ability to communicate life and truth when the other doesn't, at least in healthy relationships. And that's what we need to have now. We may need to be there as a rock and as a pillar for people when we feel as though things are going okay, when we actually feel like we have it together, and when we feel like there's you know, not really too much holding me down, but yet other people seem to be really distraught. Maybe they're scared. You need to be there for them. And likewise, in reverse, other people will be there for us when we have the vulnerability to say, you know what, I'm really not doing okay right now. I need some help. And I believe that Jesus, in saying that, he'll help us to overcome because he's overcome. He demonstrated this when he said that the disciples were leaving, and yet he still had his relationship with the Father, so he was going to be okay. Jesus says, you still have your relationship with me. And so we always have that relationship with Jesus, yet the church is the body of Christ. And so if you're a follower of Jesus, we're to do this for each other. You know, one of the, again, the temptations is for us to really hide away and try to ignore what's going on and to just binge ourselves on whatever might feel like it can fill in the gaps that that are missing right now. But God has a plan that he's trying to work out. And allowing life to come to this screeching halt is in a very, very real way, him saying, listen up. I have a plan here. I want to teach you something. I want to help you grow. I want to help you learn. I want to help you develop your relationship with me in a deeper and more intimate way. And so no matter what you're going through, whether you're feeling that your identity is challenged because everything you knew has been taken away from you, or whether you feel like life is kind of going okay right now, whether you're absolutely terrified Um, how you're going to get by day to day. Maybe you're now because you have to be home. Maybe you're in a situation that you don't feel safe in or you're scared in. Jesus is here to show you that he wants to take you to the next level of relationship with him. And having our culture come to this screeching halt right now is one way that he's getting your attention and giving you the ability to develop this next level of relationship with him. And so in this world, you will have trials, you will have difficulty, but take heart because Jesus has overcome and he offers you this overcoming. And we need to do this together as the church. And so whatever it might be that you need, reach out. It's our responsibility as the church to build each other up and to help each other grow and to develop in such a way that we experience the fullness of what God wants to do because of the circumstances that we find ourselves in now. So we're here to help. That's what we're supposed to be doing. So don't be afraid or intimidated to say, I need help. Will you help me now? Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this youth ministry podcast. Feel free to reach out with anything that you might need, and we look forward to joining together again soon.